This is Riverside Radio HealthCast, featuring the doctors and staff of St. John's Riverside Hospital. Here's Melanie Cole. The growing trend towards minimally invasive back surgery has resulted in reduced recovery times and fewer complications and less risk for many patients. But did you know that in some circumstances you can actually be awake during this procedure? My guest is Dr. Alok Sharan. He's an orthopedic surgeon and the co-director of the West Med Spine Center and a member of the medical staff at St. John's Riverside Hospital. Dr. Sharan, let's first talk about spinal fusion and what conditions might even require that discussion. Sure. Thank, well, first of all, thank you for having me. Um, spinal fusion surgery, unfortunately, to some degree comes on because of just a normal wear and tear as we're getting older. What happens sometimes is that patients or people, as they get older, develop degeneration in their spine and their discs. They develop bone spurs. Some people can even go on to develop bone spurs that lead to an instability in the spine where some of the bones are out of place. When you have an instability in your spine, we stabilize your spine through performing a surgery called a spinal fusion surgery. So what had typically been the case for spinal fusion? How has it been done in the past? Traditionally, a spinal fusion surgery, when done for the right patient, has been a successful procedure. But for many patients, using a traditional, let's say, an open technique, patients who stay in the hospital for three or four days, the recovery time can extend from four to six weeks, up to three months sometimes. Now we're sort of advancing our surgical techniques, using a lot of novel, minimally invasive approaches, using a microscope. Now we're able to do the same type of surgery, just using smaller incisions. So minimally invasive is a term that not everybody really understands. Speak about minimally invasive. What does that mean? What are the benefits for the patient? In a traditional sense, open surgery requires making a long incision, which gives you big exposure to the area that you need to operate on. Nowadays, we're able to use tools such as an x-ray machine, smaller incision, and other navigation-type tools that help us get to the area of the spine that we need to work on um, without requiring the big open incision. So basically what minimally invasive surgery is, is using a smaller incision, using more precise tools to do the same amount of work that's resulting in overall less morbidity for the patient and a faster recovery. And now let's talk about this term, awake fusion. People think oh my gosh, you know, an awake surgery. Tell us what this is like for the patient and how do you do an awake fusion? Sure. Thank you. So maybe five, six years ago, I started doing minimally invasive spinal fusion. And when I started doing them, I started realizing how fast the recovery can be. I think across the country, when people have lumbar fusions, the recovery was about three to four days in the hospital. And when we started doing it minimally invasive, I saw that patients were up and walking quicker. And they're leaving the hospital about in a day or two. Um, but then we we started doing a lot of our other spine surgeries under local anesthesia, using spinal anesthesia. Um, and what we realized is that often if we can just numb the patient from the waist down and do our procedure, um, the patient wakes up faster and the recovery is quicker because we can avoid general anesthesia and all the gas in your body. So we've been doing awake laminectomies, which is a smaller procedure, for a while. I think it was about after maybe 100 or 200 cases of doing the awake laminectomies that we said, why don't we try the same anesthetic technique for our lumbar fusions and see what kind of results we get? And so as a result now, 
our routine practice is that if someone needs a spinal fusion surgery, we bring them inside the operating room. We give them a spinal, which is essentially numbing them from the waist down. We ask the patients to actually position themselves on the OR table for us. We ask them how sleepy they want to be versus how awake they want to be. If they want to be sleepy, we'll give them some medicine just to have, let them take a good nap. If they want to be awake, we give them headphones and the music, and we perform our surgery. And the surgery only lasts about an hour or two hours at most. And as soon as we're done with the surgery, the numbing medicine wears off. The patient's able to wiggle their toes and move around. And by the time they get to the recovery room and a couple hours after that, we have them pretty much up and walking the same day. Wow. That's incredible. It really is. So how scary is the thought of this for patients? And are there certain people for whom this is not an option? You know, it's actually really interesting because um, when we first started doing this, we thought that patients would be hesitant to be awake and whatnot. But I think more and more, um, what I've really realized is that a lot of times people will avoid having surgery in general because they they have a fear of losing control. When someone else is putting you to sleep and for a couple hours, if you don't know what's going on, there's a tremendous anxiety around that. What we're finding now is that because patients are not going to sleep, they're in control, that anxiety that they have is gone. And you can see that after our surgery, patients are just very calm. In fact, we feel that we've done a good job by not only doing a good spine surgery, but the patient's saying that I feel like I was in a spa. And nowadays, people are just saying that they have a good nap, they listen to music. What we've really been trying to do is redefine the whole surgical experience so that people are not losing control, they'll listen to music, and they come out and say, wow, I feel great. This is much better than I expected. How do you keep them from moving around? Well, the key thing is two things. One is that we're giving them a spinal. And so by giving them a spinal, essentially they're numb from the waist down, so they just can't move around. Second of all, um, we actually want them to move around a little bit because what we've noticed is that oftentimes when patients are having spine surgery, they may be face down and their shoulders can be in an awkward position. And I don't know about you, but I know that as people get older, their shoulders begin to hurt them. And so it's natural that you want to actually move your shoulders around. So during the surgery, we'll have the patients actually, we'll ask the patients, are your shoulders okay? Do you want to move around? And very slightly, nothing dramatic, we'll have the patients actually reposition themselves. And I think what that does is when they wake up or when they're done with the surgery, they're less likely to have shoulder pain. They're more likely to be comfortable. It's like having a good nap. That's the experience that we're trying to create. Well, who doesn't love a good nap, Dr. Sharon? However, are there some benefits that people might not realize for you, the surgeon? It would seem that you might prefer people asleep so that you can do your job. However, you're preferring that they're awake. Is there a reason for that? What are the benefits for the surgeon? So for me, the biggest benefit is what I've noticed is that patients who have general anesthesia, because there are times when we do it, when they wake up, they're a little bit more confused. They're not with it. And that just leads to a prolonged recovery process. I really like the fact that the patients are awake because as soon as they're done with surgery, it's almost like they never had any kind of surgery at all. I can talk to them. I can get feedback from them. I can see how they're feeling. They can respond. You know, what's so different is that normally when you think about having surgery, it's a one-way process, meaning that the surgeon is in complete control and he can do whatever he wants. That's the benefit of the patient undergoing general anesthesia. But in this day and age, as patients are becoming more engaged, they want to be part of the process. So what I really like is that by keeping the patients awake, by not making them too sleepy, they can tell us, yes, my shoulder's hurting, let me just move a little bit. Or after the surgery is done, they're fully awake and say, yes, I think I feel, I'm feeling good or I'm not feeling good. I need this medicine or that. <clears throat> but it's just allowing the patients to sort of be engaged in, the, in a process which they normally were not engaged in. 
What a wonderful description of that and the benefits for you as a surgeon. And since this is a fusion, what is life like as far as movement capabilities for the patient after surgery such as this? Well, this is the most remarkable thing is that their patients are just bouncing back much quicker than expected. Because the reality is this, when you first think about the thought of a spinal fusion, you would think that you'd be immobilized because we're gluing the bones together, you can't move. But I find actually that the patients are doing much better. And the reason being is that when they're not fused, they have an instability such that when they move, that instability, let's say, pinches on the nerve or gives them more pain. But when we stabilize them, they no longer have that instability, which allows them more freedom of motion. And so what we're seeing now is that these patients are actually bouncing back quicker. They're returning to work faster, and they're just getting back to the life that they want to have much quicker than we expected. Dr. Sharon, wrap it up for us with your best advice, questions that you would like patients to ask you if the discussion of spinal fusion comes up and what you want them to know about awake spinal fusion and awake surgeries in general. Well, I think that um, as the population gets older, the unfortunate truth is that many more people may require spine surgery. That's just part of the wear and tear process. And so as more people require surgery, the question is going to be, what what's going to be the overall best way to have your surgery? I'm not saying that general anesthesia is bad. There's going to be times when you will need to have general anesthesia. But if you're fairly healthy, fairly active, and looking to bounce back quicker, having your surgery done under local anesthesia, having awake spine surgery, may be an option that can give you get you back to work as quick as possible. You know, at this point now, spinal fusion surgery across the country, people stay in the hospital for about three, four days, but we're at the point now where about 25% of our patients are undergoing spinal fusion surgery and going home the same day. I think that for those people who want to be active as soon as possible, but they're they're debilitated with their pain, the awake spinal fusion is an option for them that can help them get back to the life that they want to have. Really a fascinating topic. Dr. Sharon, thank you so much for joining us today and sharing your expertise explaining this awake spinal fusion and what patients can expect. Thank you again. You're listening to Riverside Radio HealthCast. For more information, please visit riversidehealth.org. That's riversidehealth.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.